Welcome back to another episode of Coffee, Tea, and Crime. Today we're going to look at the fiery demise of MOVE, debacle in Philadelphia. MOVE was founded in 1972. Now its members lived in a communal type environment. Now they described themselves as a family and all the members changed their last name to Africa. Now this was out of reverence to the founder and for the continent. Now they claimed that they were nonviolent, but now they did involved themselves in some disruptive demonstrations. Members would pop up at the zoo, pet stores, political rallies. Now they believed in homeschooling, a diet of raw food, they were anti-war, and they spoke out against police brutality. Now, a lot of the resource material describes their relationship with the residents of Philadelphia as complicated. I think that's probably being overly kind. Now, there were people in the community that sympathized and empathized with the group, but that was only the ones who didn't have to live by them because they were very disruptive very loud in their neighborhood and if you live near them according to some of the resource material you didn't get a lot of sleep now move was not an acronym it didn't stand for anything it was according to their founder a political and religious organization they were anti-government they were anti-technology and anti-corporation Now, the man that started this group, he was from Philly. He was a Korean War veteran. He was a black revolutionary. He was pro-environment, pro-animal rights, back-to-nature type movement. Now, in 1974, Move bought a -a three-and-a-half-story Victorian house at 309 North 33rd Street. They later were able to get the adjoining section of that house at 307 North 33rd Street. Now, in 1977, so three years after they'd been there, with their lifestyle and their bullhorn amplified protest, citizens in the area were screaming for the city to do something about it. So finally, the police, they got court orders, and these court orders required the group to vacate that house. Now, when the police went over there and informed them they had to leave, and they had to turn in their weapons, they said that they would turn in their firearms and leave peacefully if some of the members who had been arrested during a demonstration were released from jail. So the city of Philly said, well, all right, we can do that. So the police let the uh, prisoners go. 
And then Move turned around and said, well, we changed our mind. We're not giving you our guns and we're not moving. So that went on for a year. Well, now it's August 8th, 1978. Police arrived at the Move compound. They had another court order. Well, a shootout began. Philadelphia police officer named James Ramp was shot and killed. Now, Move denied responsibility for the death of Officer Ramp. But now, during this five-hour standoff, five firefighters and seven police officers and three Move members and three bystanders were all injured. Now, some say the police fired the first shot, and others say the first shot came from the basement area of that house. Now, nine members of MOVE from inside the house were convicted of third-degree murder and the death of Officer Ramp, and they all got lengthy jail sentences. Now, I don't know what third-degree murder is in Pennsylvania, but I get the feeling that I don't know if they could establish who actually fired the bullet because MOVE said it was the police, and Police said it was moved, but either way, their actions caused the death of the officer either way. So that may be what third-degree murder means. Don't know. Resource material didn't state. Now, about three years later, move they move on down the road. They head out a little further west. They get them up. Described as a row house at 6221 Osage Avenue. Now that's in Cobbs Creek. Now that area, according to the resource material, was described as a middle class black neighborhood. Now, as soon as Move got there, of course, they started broadcasting their messages by bullhorn day and night, night and day. So the neighbors over there were not too happy with them, and they were complaining to the city. So now it's just a repeat of earlier activities, complaints by the citizens, move refusing to cease what they're doing. Now it's 1985, May 13th, 1985. So the Philly police, they get some more court orders and they're going to get in there and vacate the MOVE members out of that residence. Now, at the time, Frank Rizzo had been the mayor during the first event in 78. Well, this time, it's Mayor Good. Now, he was the first black mayor elected in Philadelphia. And he's under the same constraint. you got citizens complaining, so... Of course, he okays the police to do their business to get them out of that residence they're in. Now, what they've done, they've also built them a blockhouse on top of, I don't know if you'd call it a sniper's nest or what, but it looked like a pillbox, World War II or Korean War vintage, and it's on the roof of that structure. Now, police initially tried to use fire hoses and tear gas to get people to come out. They wouldn't do it. 
and then everybody got to shooting. Now, there's about 13 people inside that house, and half of them are kids. Now, it's one thing you're going to protest and throw a fit and all that, but now if you're going to use kids to hide behind, I, I just don't know about that. Well, police decided they were going to take that pill box on the roof of the house out. So the chief gives the okay. State police helicopter comes in, and a Philadelphia police lieutenant, I think, is actually the one that dropped it, but he dropped a satchel on the roof from the helicopter. Now, it had a couple of pounds of explosives in it. Now, according to some of the resource material, these entry devices, these bombs, were supplied by the FBI. I don't know if that's true. And if it was, I can't believe the FBI would admit that they did it. Any event, some resource material said it was water gel explosives. But the police, I'm sure, were wanting to get onto the roof. And they had to get rid of that bunker. So now when they dropped these bombs, it started a fire on the roof. And then it caught the house on fire. And then the fire started to get out of hand. Well, they couldn't let the fire department go in there and fight the fire because they were going to get the fireman shot because you got the move and the police are blasting away at each other. So it was decided just to hold the fire department back and wait and just let the fire run the members out. Now, unfortunately, this fire spread through the entire neighborhood. Resource material states there's between 60 and 65 homes were burnt down. Almost 300 people were left homeless because of this massive fire. Now, only two people survived after this firebombing. One adult and one teenager. Now, there were two grand jury investigations and a civil suit and a commission that was appointed by Mayor Good to investigate it. Now, the commission, they said the bombing was reckless, ill-conceived, and hastily approved. I'd say, yep, yep, and yep. No one was ever criminally charged. Now, that commission report went on to say that the dropping of a bomb on an occupied row house was unconscionable. I'd have to say that's pretty pretty accurate. Now, a federal grand jury ordered the city to pay $1.5 million to the survivors and to some of the relatives of the some of the victims that died in the bombing. There's sure no winners in all this. It's a horrible thing. I'm sure the city was frustrated and upset. They didn't want to get any more officers killed. Citizens are upset because they're tired of move, keeping them awake, daytime, nighttime, all the time. I'm sure if the Philadelphia authorities had it to do over again, they might have decided to do something a little bit different than drop a bomb on a house. Now, Mayor Good was able to survive all this. He got a second term, but I'm 
I'm sure the mayor had no intention of of that bomb causing that kind of damage. I don't know what he was told. He may not have been told the whole story. In fact, the people who dropped the bomb may not have known how powerful it was. A very tragic event in our history.